online at all like the last couple of days um here and there did you see the cigar debate <laughs> started on tiktok uh-uh. uh let's see how i'm gonna show this to you sorry you guys so i wanted to give you guys a quick little tip on how to make a first impression last Okay, so I've been talking to someone for literally like two days now, and we decided to have our first meetup, link, date, whatever you want to call it. And just through our conversation, I know for a fact he is an avid cigar smoker. He enjoys a good cigar over a glass of brandy or whiskey. I can't remember which one. I think it was whiskey. But um, I picked up on that little mental note. And I have remembered that my dad is an avid cigar smoker and he has a really nice collection. So before getting on the road for our date today, I decided to stop at my parents' house and actually pick up a cigar. And my dad actually threw in a cigar cutter. And my mom, being the mom that she is, was like, oh, my God, Samara, you can't take it just like that and hand a cigar and a cutter and wrap it. And I'm like, well, what do I have to wrap it with? Her crafty self had some twine in a paper bag. So I wrapped a cigar in literally a paper bag. I folded up and some twine. And I really hope this is a good first impression. Hey, you guys. So I wanted to give you... Okay. So that video came out. And you would have thought that she bought that nigga a brand new Lamborghini. The way that women were like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. We're in the comments like, uh, uh-uh. sis doing too much. She do, she's in her masculine, like just going off. What, bro? Twitter has been arguing about this for two days. What is going on? <laughs> Why everybody just want to argue? Oh wait, I see another video. Got like a, she got a red head scarf on. It's just like a, oh like yeah, two. this the follow up. Yeah, play that one. Okay. Okay. So that, that's some cute romantic comedy shit. Right. Like, what is the problem? Like, and then plus, Shorty bought a man a cigar on her first date and she like bought the records. Hey, she got me right now. I mean, it, just, it, <laughs> it feels like vibes. So right. Far. Like, it feels like she a cool chick. 
and it, it was uh, reciprocated. She posted another video of her in the record store picking out stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is some Love Jones, like, cute-ass fucking shit. Except for with all the toxic shit in Love Jones. But, you know, beautiful black people getting together over vibes. Internet don't like happiness. <laughs> Man, so what were... I'm just trying to read the comments. The main video that went viral of her like a reaction video I'm about to send it so you can play it cause the reaches the fucking reaches that were happening why does everybody want to write a think piece on every little thing because people have realized you can get money off being fake deep (sighs) You don't have to have any substance. You just have to say crazy shit. Beautiful bossy, but she did say the date went very well. The one where she bought him a cigar and then wrapped it up and his dad gave him the cigar cutter and all this other stuff. But did you catch the part where he admitted that he was a narcissist? Did you catch the sign <laughs> that automatically <laughs> narcissist? When she said it went well and that he said yes I'm really impressed like nobody's ever done this and that really sets you apart that is a classic narcissist phrase because what narcissists do is they keep you auditioning and performing for them constantly trying to earn their approval of you so that they don't have to show up and earn you so that you don't really see the dark stuff the things that are wrong with them so, I am willing to bet that for this beautiful young lady, and I'm not saying there's something wrong with her. I'm saying that she has a pattern. But I'm willing to bet that he wouldn't be the first narcissist she's been in a relationship with. Hopefully, it doesn't work out. Yeah, beautiful. Bo- Reach. What? Then to end it with hopefully it doesn't work out? Like, you don't know these are people. Are you praying on my downfall? Right. Bro, it's, Ooh, it's so much. It's so much like that goes into this. For one, in the original video, I think this is part of what rubbed some people the wrong way for whatever childhood trauma or whatever they got. The fact that she went to her parents and they were in the same house and both supported her going on a date and giving a gift. And her dad gave up one of his cigars and a cigar cutter. And her mom got crafty with it. People don't know that that exists. Because they haven't seen it in their real life. So they think of it as being too much. And yeah. Because some people were like, ain't no black dad gonna give uh, his girl a cigar for her man. And it's like, bro. Cigars are not super expensive. They're really not. Like, I was supposed to go on a date yesterday. I was fully expecting to spend over $75. At the very least. Just depending on how the date went. Whatever cigar she brought was not going to be close to that. You can get really good mid-range cigars for cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, um... Just the idea that people would just be like, oh, she doing too much. She was fully expecting that nigga to pay for her meal. 
in which I fully expect any man to pay for whatever date or whatever. So the idea that she could bring something small that she knew he liked as like a reciprocation, that's some beautiful shit. Niggas don't want to be fucking happy, bro. I just can't believe people really got that fucking upset over it. They people were mad. Like, and then it just started this whole like snowball of about dating and people having hot takes. One of my sister's college friends who I follow, uh, she posted a tweet that's damn near viral now about one of her friends that they went on a date with a guy and at the end of the day he refused to pay for the full date. He said he wanted to go split because it was a meet and greet, not a date. Used. He said it was a meet and greet. <laughs> like he a star athlete or something. I'm gonna say, are you a celebrity nigga? What the fuck? It's some shitty ass fucking niggas out here, bro. But I, I really think it's just also a lot of people ain't. It's not even about dads, but it's a lot of people aren't raised or mentored by masculine people. Mm. And that don't even have to be men. Like I'm talking about like just pure masculine energy that is healthy and everything else. A lot of people are not raised around that. So they don't know to do this, the small chivalrous things like open a door for a lady, pay for things, you know, whatever. And then also because of that, people have attached like pimp culture to things. So they think you doing certain things is simping. Mm-hmm. Nah, bro, you just, that's how you date and court women. That's just how you actually express your emotions for someone. <laughs> right. Or you're good in, or your meaningful intentions with somebody. If you mm. go the extra mile for somebody, people are going to appreciate that. But everybody's trying to be on some bullshit that they didn't see on the internet instead of seeing the loving relations in their life. Like I showed my mom that video of the girl uh, doing it. She was like, like, she was she was the one that really uh got me to be like, okay, so she went home and talked to both of her parents. She's like, so that means she doesn't live at home and her parents are still together and still doing things together mm-hmm. and supporting her. Of course she's gonna be looking for a loving, lasting relationship. She sees black love. It's not like some mythological thing. Mm-hmm. So why would you want her not to like have those experiences in her uh, repertoire? People are so damaged that they don't they don't understand that we all coming from different places. Now we're blessed, both of us, to have grown up in two parent households with both of our parents. True, and I know that's not typical, but. That's also why we look at love and other things a little bit different from other people. Mm-hmm. It's not foreign for us to see our dads go buy something nice for our moms. You know, even if it's expensive. That's the other thing. People think that you got to buy something expensive. It's small gestures that show that you respect and listen to somebody. I'm tired of people like 
projecting this like rule book onto shit. Yeah. Especially dating. That's why I hate all these dating coaches, men and women. Because they're both giving the same shitty fucking advice because it's just like a drug. De- uh, it's just like a pharmacy. They don't want to make the cure. They want to make it to where you get that comeback. It's like mm-hmm. all drug dealers. So you selling all this coach shit. Being like, oh yeah, I'm going to get you into a lasting relationship. No, nigga, you trying to steal out of my fucking pocket. And men and women are both doing it. And we are listening to these niggas that are in, like, that lady is in a full relationship with a man. Like, so she's capitalizing on something that she's not living by. It's sick. It's fucking sick. I'm just, I'm sick of everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> everybody stop listening to everybody and just do what the fuck you need to do for yourself. Right. Because it's not all cookie cutter, man. We all have different experiences, bro. That's that's what I'm sick of. Is everybody trying to act like you have to play, like we all just have to play by the same rule book. And if you're not, you're weird or doing shit wrong or just out of line. I don't know. It's sick. (laughs) It's fucking sick, bro. Pacific Rim Sweet Riesling. Mm. This shit. I'm, I'm going to get a bottle next time you come. This shit is good. Where you get it from? Um, Windmill. Okay. What? The Windmill has wine? Yeah. You never. Windmill has a lot of wine. That's usually where I get the wine from. I just be going well, cheap. Well, I mean, lately I've been going to the Windmill out here. They... They don't have as much wine as the one over here. I'm just trying to think if I if I've ever seen wine in there at all. The, the windmill, maybe I don't be looking at the wine when I go in the windmill. The windmill out there has a lot of beers that a lot of the other ones don't have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I fucks with windmills all around the city. Hell yeah! Right after the ABC store, that's the cheapest prices for alcohol. I be saying like I, I was just getting ready to say they be having better prices than ABC. Yeah, I talking. didn't realize fucking um, Liquor Express be taxing, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. When I bought that, I don't know if you saw that picture, but I had ended up buying um, a big ass bottle of Maker's Mark for Christmas, like an eighty five dollar bottle. Then I went in windmill and saw fifty dollars. It was like seventy. Yeah, they be taxing, bro. But either way, I'm just like, for it to be that much of a price difference. The liquor is expensive at Liquor Express, but the beer isn't as bad. Yeah. But oh, the last uh, point I had on the cigar thing. Was vulnerability is required in dating. I know that's scary for us, but gotta grow up. <laughs> I'm I'm talking to myself also. That like that shit is terrifying. But 
How you gonna meet the one if you ain't? How you gonna uh, win if you ain't right with them? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lauren Hill. <laughs> but yeah, like all this shit is just crazy. Like, uh, I've seen a lot more articles and stuff. People, people talking about the metaverse, like pretty much this online being a different life than real life, mm-hmm. and how people are trying to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. People are trying to do online shit offline, and it's fucking up their shit. And then, yeah. I, and you cannot apply none of the shit that you see online to anything anymore, right? Because like. <laughs> it's not—they're two different worlds. It's just like if you were playing The Sims. In The Sims, you can learn to barbecue in a couple minutes. In mm-hmm. real life, you can't learn to do that shit. So mm-hmm. why would you apply that shit in real life? But people, we're gonna people have to literally live on the internet. I think it's the problem. Like people literally live on the internet. They be on the internet on socials and stuff for so long that they start reading and seeing the same thing, you know, over and over and over, and it gets ingrained as truth. And it's not. When it's not. But we, I feel like us as millennials, we have to look long and hard in the mirror about where do we want the rest of our life to go? Mm-hmm. Because we remember a little, like we're digital natives, but we remember the world before social media. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we were young, so we didn't fully grasp the full world, but. Some of this shit, we just gotta fucking stop. We too fucking grown to be fucking up here arguing about fucking cigars on a date. We are fucking grown. Grown as fuck. And granted, we're talking about this on a podcast, but all these other podcast people (sighs) don't start a podcast if you think you right. Mm-hmm. These are big facts. And if you do... It won't last long. No. Mm-hmm. Because you will... Especially if you're having a decent podcast where you're talking about having actual discussions, you will realize how much you're wrong about so many things. hmm And it won't just be, like, things that you're, like, just completely wrong and you're, like, you're an evil person because you're wrong for thinking this. Like, no, you just are naive. Everybody's naive and everybody is trapped in their own brains and they don't realize that some of the things they think are stupid until they say it. Mm-hmm. And I say that as somebody say stupid shit all fucking time. It's just like when people be like, y'all be right about some stuff and be wrong about other stuff. Be like, yeah, because we're fucking humans. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? You think I don't know that? I haven't like I have enough realization to understand that about myself. I know a lot of I know a lot of stupid shit and a lot of random things that people are surprised I know, but it's a lot of things I don't fucking know, and I fully understand that. But the thing about that is, as long as you're willing and open enough to take in new information, like that's how you're supposed to be in life. You're always supposed to be willing and open. 
to learn more. Right. It's just about like, anything in life. It's just like uh, I've seen some people. I'm trying to avoid talking about COVID because I know we all got COVID fatigue. But I've seen some people talk about how uh, when COVID first came out, people said this and it it came out to be wrong. But yeah, that's how science works. We're always studying things and we learn new things. Mm -hmm. That's how life is. You're, You're going about your life and you realize, oh, I was wrong about this. I was wrong about that. I may have been right about this. But you... You have to be willing to be flexible. A lot of these people are trying to do start podcasts. They ain't trying to be flexible. They're trying to uh, get their points out. And I understand that because when we first started, I was definitely one of those people being like, no, these niggas got to know. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean when you say get their points out? Just like their thoughts on. Yeah, they're t- just the talking point that like the things that when you watch TV and you're yelling at the TV. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would say this. I wish somebody would say that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's cool at first, but then you also realize how powerful of a tool it is for you to be able to say these things in front of an audience. If that's 10 people, if that's a couple of thousand people, you realize the responsibility in your work. Some of these people haven't done that yet because they're living in the meta- metaverse. I want for social media to just be shut off. (laughs) Defund social media for everybody, for everybody a month. I, I, we are calling for a full shutdown of social media until we can realize what's going on. (laughs) When y'all shut down again because of COVID, shut the internet down too. Because at this point, I feel like I wonder if they're really trying to like avoid another shutdown, like for real, for real. I think they are, but they can't just. I don't know. I feel like we're almost coming out of Omicron, mm-hmm. but we don't know what's next. But everything I've seen is the next thing that'll be next. More than likely, we'll get close to herd immunity. If people keep getting vaccinated and all these other things, but yeah, because I'm just, I think we need to shut down social media the way that, like, you remember, like, in Nickelodeon when they used to have that international day of play where they wouldn't play like any cartoons or anything for like four hours, they'd be like, go outside and play. Go outside, yeah. We need to do that with social media, like, we need to switch it off. Give us a good six hours. Take it, like, step away from your phone. Go outside. Right. Don't post what you're drinking or eating. Go outside. <laughs> Touch grass. <laughs> Breathe the fresh air. Right. Don't post what you're eating. Just eat it. Like the little things that used to be normal before Instagram. I fucking mm. hate Instagram now, bro. I don't even enjoy scrolling it. It's not fun. The algorithm is off. I don't I don't even I haven't just scrolled on Instagram in such a long time. Yeah. I'm trying I never, I never do that. I'm trying to teach myself TikTok like these transitions and shit. Bruh. I, I feel like a I feel like an old man. 
And then I be seeing old people getting these transitions sick, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> I've deleted so many TikToks I've started. Listen here. <laughs> Even with ones that I just add pictures to, still too complicated. Right. And then, plus, I can't just cheat and just use my music knowledge. You got to use all these random ass fucking sounds. You don't know where they came from. Even though that Cardi B one is still fucking hilarious. That's weird. <laughs> That's suspicious. I haven't heard that. <laughs> that shit is fucking hilarious. It's from, like, she was giving some live, and then she was just like, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> That's suspicious. <laughs> Nobody else can see what I just did in the camera. <laughs> but yeah, uh, TikTok is crazy. That's I had to take my own break from social media. Yeah. I I'm, mean, I'm back, but still not like, not with my whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to figure out a new way to get news but i don't know i feel like i'm not even getting news at this point like i feel like i'm the news uh retweeter for my everybody on my fucking timeline yeah because everybody else is just posting crazy shit and then i repost the crazy shit for the people that follow me for news shit it's just because people know that like for one you stay on top of everything but also just because you're smart. You know more than the average person about certain things. So now they're using you. Yeah. Which is it's also an exchange because I, it'd be funny like when I see the different sides of my like, Twitter come together. Like when people be liking stuff I post, it'd be like, oh, so they see all the crazy shit I post. <laughs> <laughs> like... Ooh. Did you see the uh, when Mitch McConnell was talking about uh, the Voting Rights Act, and he was like, uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, "Black Americans are voting almost at the same rate as Americans," and he just left it at that. That nigga People said, like, "What?" <laughs> like, oh, okay, because we know that's how they feel. And then, so I posted that one tweet, and I was like, "I gotta find it." Because this shit was fucking hilarious. Because people didn't know what I was saying at first. And then, like, people started texting me. Like, bro, what the? I was like, Americans, in quote, are going to have to talk to Americans, in quote, about how this system takes advantage of them, even though they are also American. That's the only way this will change because they don't care about hyphenated Americans losing any gains they view as theirs. That's also based on the Toni Morrison quote where she talked about, uh, uh, we are like, we're not considered Americans, we're always hyphenated. And then, so one of my friends, he texted me. He was like, when you put Americans in court, are you talking about rich people, white people, or what? 
and this is a white person. And I was like, I sent him the uh, Mitch McConnell clip, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Duke. "He was like, what the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," and so I was explaining to him minorities and black people to be particular because that's the minority group we are in always have to show that we are American. Mm-hmm. It's just subtle things. If you don't stand for the flag, you're not American. Go back to where you came from. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you mean Mississippi? I can't trace my fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> what the that fuck? Part. Right. That part. It's just like, like, bro, this is our fucking home. But we always got to prove ourselves to these motherfuckers that got off a boat the same way our families got off boats, except for not in chains. Big distinction. That's the whole point. I think that's the point, period, like, in general, is we always have to prove ourselves. Yeah. And it's my friend that sent that to me. His family, part of his family is Jewish. And a lot of Jewish people always have to do that. It's just like, uh, I can't remember who they were talking about. But they were saying some politician was anti-Israel. And this other guy was like, how can you be anti-Israel when you're Jewish? He's like, bro, my family's from America. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> People don't like, it's little shit like that. It's like, yeah, of course you care about where uh, mm-hmm. your people can live and make sure that they're safe and everything. But to assume that they're not American first. It's just saying that you don't think that we're fucking American. Yeah. Like, it's little shit. Like, it's the little microaggressions of being like, well, it's not the American way to not stand for the flag. Or it's not the American way to do all this other shit. What I used to always get was when people used to be like, well, my grandfather fought in World War II. Like, nigga, mine did too. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) It was a world war. All our people did. <laughs> you think that shit is like only you ain't for- special, right, nigga? It was billions of people that fought in World War II. Yeah, black no. people include, but they don't. They don't think about black soldiers. Nope. Only when they can use that shit for their advantage. If they like are like MAGA people or conservative, like oh he served this country. Like it's tons of liberal ass fucking. Uh, Democrats and everything else that serve this country and True. fought for freedom and everything else. It's just you don't want to acknowledge those people because it doesn't fit your narrative. Yep. And that is fucking it, bullshit. It doesn't make you... The, people just want to feel special. That's what that is. Like You want to feel like not just special, but you want to you feel like you're the only one. Yeah, because you want this country to look like you, not even just race wise, but uh, gender wise or political uh, stance wise or religion. Like those people that say that America's a Christian nation. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a lot of Christians that live here, but it's not a Christian nation. We don't want the like theocracy. They always talk about our founding fathers. They didn't want this to be a Christian nation. Because it gets dangerous that way for people that aren't.
Are you gonna watch that Janet Jackson thing? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I knew you gonna say that. I'm gonna try to watch it too. Yeah. I'm not, Only thing is, we don't have cable, so. I think. Because it's gonna be on, didn't it tell you it was on AE? Lifetime. Lifetime? Okay. I think. I just got that, like, uh, that Fubo thing. I actually like that shit. It don't have a lot of channels, but it has DVR. So mm. I can watch my shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me see if Lifetime's on it. If not, I'll, I'll, I'm hey, i going to find a way. <laughs> I got to find a way. Like, like, I've mentioned it tons of times. Janet is up there for me. So I got to see a documentary about her. It's also going to be kind of lit. Not. I'm glad. I'm glad that now she doesn't have to live with Michael Shatter. Which for a lot of Janet fans, she's always been like she's an icon within herself. Mm-hmm. It's just like that famous uh, Selena video where she does uh, a cover of Beat It and she's like, this is a song by Janet Jackson's brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> Come on, Janet. Like, she's the uh, the archetype. She's Britney Spears before Britney Spears. Facts. She is Britney's mom. Super facts. Because you can see that shit in the dance and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that. Um, Speaking of black girl magic, uh, one of the Supreme Court justices is retiring. And Joe Joe Byram has made it has made it known that he was going to nominate a black woman for the Supreme Court. Oh, so we about to get a black woman on the Supreme Court, which is also only the third black person that will be on the Supreme Court. I love that, but I also hope that it's not just like some gimmick of his now, now because now that he has Kamala. But he that was a campaign promise. He promised that. And he came out today and was like, I fully intend to there will be Make black woman. Yeah. Hey, I fucks with it. Because hey, that shit's lit. And it also is a chance to get like some like forty year old black woman that's gonna be on the Supreme Court for thirty, forty years. You just gotta make sure you get somebody liberal enough that Mm-hmm. Because it's already going to be conservatively stacked, but yeah. And then also, Clarence Thomas, bitch ass, won't be the only fucking black person on the fucking Supreme Court anymore. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. They replaced Thurgood Marshall with Clarence Thomas, Uncle Tom ass. You know how disrespectful yeah. that shit is? Thurgood fucking Marshall <laughs> <laughs> with Clarence fucking Thomas. That's so disrespectful. I be thinking about that sometimes. Be like, man, this is so fucking bullshit. They replaced the first uh, black Supreme Court justice that was also a badass at his time with Clarence fucking Thomas. True that he was definitely a badass. But um, yeah, so we gonna get some black girl magic. 
And then also he uh Biden's gonna uh do it within Black History Month. So it's gonna be lit. Okay, Black History Month. Right. Um what else we got? Oh that I saw something that I wanted to bring up. Did I screenshot it? Um, guess not. <laughs> you remember what it involved, maybe? Like loosely? I can't remember if it was dating or just like relationships in general. I probably screenshotted it, but um, I'm like at the very max limit of my iCloud storage. So <laughs> some shit I think I'll be saving do not be getting saved. <laughs> I got to back this up. So I can free up some space. Did you bookmark it, maybe? I, um... Oh, um... It was this video. Basically, it was this white girl addressing um, this white man being upset that people were coming for him for talking black or like having a fake black accent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was just saying that he was from Bessemer and. This and the third, everybody from Bessemer talk a certain way, everybody from the South talk a certain way, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, I don't think y'all understand, though. Like, the huge difference it is to just have a Southern accent and have a Black Southern accent and speak in, you know, Southern dialect versus. Yes, having a black southern accent. And it's just like if you're not black and you have a black southern accent, it's just real. What's the word? Cringy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cringy for sure. But I'm just like, how do y'all not see this? This white girl, like, she really broke it down so smooth. And I don't know if I fucking saved it. The other thing is like, I mean, you can tell the people that grew up around black people. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not even like the white people that talk with a black accent. Like the ones you can really tell be like, no, nah, this nigga grew up around fucking like black people. <laughs> Like it's a, it's a, I said, uh, it's not forced. Like if you're a native AAVA speaker, you know it. Yeah, like, like you use the proper rules and everything of it. It's just like that uh, white woman they always be uh, posting on like TikTok that's from New Orleans, and she talks because it's a couple of them that 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 
the one accent. It's the one that was making that gumbo that time, and then on the last thing when she put her hand up, everybody's like, "Hold up!" <laughs> I can't remember. Like she made her gumbo, it was like everybody was like, "All right, this shit good." They were like, "I ain't gonna lie." When I saw that head, I was surprised. Now you're talking about Miss Henry. I think so. Because I know her for a fact. She the way she talks just really irks my nerves. Wait. She's like a, she's like an older white woman, but I don't think she's from. Uh... No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. I, I ain't talking about her because I yeah. She be putting an emphasis on some words that ain't needed for no emphasis. It's just like, bro, like I'm I'm sick of y'all talking about some. I grew up around black people. I swear. I grew up around the blacks. Well, if you grew up around the blacks, you know. We don't call ourselves the blacks. Then right, like <laughs> why don't you know how to talk around black people without having to do this fake shit then? If you right. black people. Right. It's some things I won't I won't do. Like language wise. Just cause it seems forced. Now if I get around my people and I start talking my shit, it's gonna come out. But that's how that's how it is. All right, I can't fucking find it, and maybe it's just too far back. Just the same. TikTok be toxic though. <laughs> Ooh we TikTok be a mix of toxic and enlightening things. It's like Twitter on crack. I um I I try to stay on the enlightening side of life <laughs> with TikTok. That and uh, the funny shit. Hell, I couldn't find it. But she was basically like, you know, half of y'all who claim that you speak a certain way because of how you grew up wouldn't speak this way in front of your parents and this, that, and the third. Like, right. And I was just like, like finally somebody broke it down in a way that people can grasp and understand. Because the white people who be getting like offended when people say like, you know, you got a black scent or this, that, and the third, like they really do believe that they came out the womb talking the way that they talk, and it's just like, nah, bro. It's, Don't you like no? It's just like when uh, Aquafina when she first came up, and then people were like, "Yo, she's talking in a black accent," and they were like, "I'm from the Bronx. That's how people talk." But notice that that accent slowly disappeared as she started getting these mainstream things, mm. and that's why people read the NAACP for filth when she got nominated for NAACP award a couple of days ago. Oh snap. I was like, nigga, no. <laughs> but I've also noticed that in some like with some uh Asian content creators that they've done that also. And mm. you know for damn sure they weren't gonna say that shit in front of their parents. Yeah. As anti black as this world is, people ain't gonna do that shit around their fucking parents. Yeah. 
Yep. The only like the people that would grow up, that grew up around black people that would be native AAVE speakers would understand the rules of them being white in a way that these people I don't believe are. Yet again, surprise, surprise. I got two more things for you. These ain't going to be long. Did you see where Simply Lemonade is coming out with a spiked lemonade? What? This summer? Oh, that's the game. <laughs> we definitely going to be on that. Shit. Oh, yeah. That's, hey, it's going to be the summer of Four Loco all over again. <laughs> Like hell yeah, you mix it simply lemonade with alcohol, which is something that ni- that real niggas have been doing the entire time. <laughs> so what are they just gonna basically offer the same like flavors that they have now, but just spiked or yeah. okay? So it's gonna be like a watermelon. <laughs> yep, <laughs> watermelon lemonade with alcohol in it. Ooh. I think it's a cranberry lemonade one, and then it's another one other than regular lemonade. Yeah, I'm thinking about a, a watermelon lemonade with fucking some 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 rum or some shit. Yes. Or yeah, you can make you can make a spritzer in that hole. Put some fucking sparkling moscato in it. Ooh, hey. We about to be white boy wasted this whole Listen, summer. <laughs> Ooh, I'm ready for it. Like I saw niggas have been amping it up. They so ready for this shit to come. Hey, summer 2020. I'm ready to have a, a lit summer. Like I have yet to just be out here living since the pandemic happened. Like this past summer, I was working my ass off. I wasn't really, I wasn't really going out too much during the summer. Yeah, I'm st- I have not lived my life to. I wanna, place. I wanna get back into like getting out to bars and just getting around town again. I do miss it. I, I, I took it for granted. I was like. Like before, I'd be like, I'm just an introvert. I'm going to be inside listening to music until two years of me being inside listening to music. And then, too, like so much stuff is going to be booming this summer. Like, obviously, Toyota Field. Yeah. Um, I know at Agave, they're talking about finally putting a bar on the patio. Oh, that shit could be uh, Cause they're supposed to, yeah, they're supposed to purple cup district, uh, bridge street. So you're going to be able to fucking walk around the mall with your shit. Oh yeah. Oh, it's about to be lit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, the purple cup is the greatest thing that ever happened to Huntsville. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> like, man, purple cup is an altering thing. And every- go into a bar, order a drink, and be but like, hey, can I get a purple cup? And just walk out with that shit. Like, game changer. What? It's just so free. That, that to me is the American dream. Right. <laughs> Speaking of like American dream, I have I have been seeing a lot of people um, 
starting to not be concerned, but just really try to raise more awareness about taxes and the IRS and how it's it's a huge scam. I had retweeted some shit the other day <laughs> that I read, and I was like, yeah, this is why Boston had that tea party. I saw that. <laughs> um, but this dude, he wrote like a whole thing, and I felt like I, shit, I felt that nigga. I'm going to read what he said. All right, so he said, uh, he said, I got my W-2s today, and it's honestly incredibly upsetting to see how much money and taxes are taken away from you. And God knows I'm going to have to write a check beyond what has already been taken. I would have no issue paying if healthcare was free, if college was free, if childcare was free, if public education was world-class in all communities, if affordable housing was the law of the land, if voting rights was the law of the land, and if other basic democratic human rights existed. But none of that is the case. And the cost of everything around us is going up and my tax dollars are being used to to prop up America's imperialism at home and abroad. Let me use my tax dollars to invest in my community, support my family and put money into the economy. Furthermore, black Americans should have reparations embedded into the tax code. We should not have to pay taxes for 424 years combined time of slavery and Jim Crow. How can I ever catch up to people who had the government prop up their families for generations via free land, the New Deal, farmer-sponsored aid, tax breaks, GI Bill, and redlining? Pass hour 40 now, or HR 40 now. Which is so, the bill um, for uh, reparations. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I don't necessarily think that it would solve all of our taxation issues. Um, obviously it would help us as black people, but people is really, um, I've, I've just, I don't know. This is just coming across a lot of my timelines a lot is just seeing people really be upset and just like infuriated about, paying taxes and the, and the amount of money that they pay in taxes. And even like for small business owners, for sure, because they basically, they get taxed on what they sell. Like I can't, ex- I can't explain it. I can't explain it, but it's like you sell something, obviously. You're getting taxed for that. And then you're getting you taxed get, for the sale, but then it's. it's you're getting taxed for your uh, business, for how much it runs, all these other small taxes. Oh, how do I say this? <laughs> Hate to say it. Hope I don't sound ridiculous. I, I feel them. <laughs> but. No, only two things for certain is death and taxes. Death and taxes. So, I mean, I feel them and I agree, but they ain't gonna do that shit. You think America gonna let niggas out of paying anything? 
Hell no. We got out of slavery and they were like, I don't know about this 40 acres and a mule. And they had a whole West expansion. They could have gave niggas land in fucking Wyoming and all this shit. But they're like, no, we can't have that. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's just it's just really crazy to think about like how much the average American is is really just giving away of of money that they've earned and the fact that it's getting to the point where like people are really starting to get riled up about it again it's just it did, we're just in some weird times like being in a pandemic you know what I'm saying everything happening with people's jobs left and right job security ain't the same no more um, shit. The workplace ain't the same no more. Yeah, and then all this extra shit. It's just like I don't know, bro. It's like a jungle sometimes, and make you wonder how you keep from going under. <laughs> it just feels like oppression. It is oppression. <laughs> but the other thing I've noticed is. You know, like a couple months ago, when they, like people were like, "Oh, people aren't going back to work because they're getting paid to sit at home," and they ended all of that shit. I ain't heard none of them talking points lately. Yeah, and it's still not niggas in these fucking jobs because there's multiple things. One, them niggas also found other jobs in the meantime oh. while these companies were fucking bullshitting and letting people uh, just sending them home. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other part. They don't ever talk about all these people that just are like, well, can't come to work anymore. People didn't want to do that shit. Yeah. We've been programmed to work <laughs> our lives away. So like it's not just a small feat for people to sit at home and go stir crazy. I've also noticed that uh Rick you know who are the main people that will defend rich people not paying taxes? Broke-ass people. Mm, for sure. And people be like, I mean, Jeff Bezos is going to be a trillionaire. He must have worked hard for all of his things. Be like, but he doesn't pay any taxes. Well, he gives away charity. Be like, yeah, but that's the equivalent of me giving $10 to the Salvation Army. Based on how much money I make. If yeah. He's going to be a fucking trillionaire. And you have people in Amazon fucking pissing in fucking bottles because they can't take a fucking lunch break or a fucking piss. You think that's okay? Fuck that. But then that's also where I get in trouble because as a socialist, people be like, oh, you're just crazy. But I'm not crazy. I'm just a democratic socialist. And you are too. And people be like, how, how am I a democratic socialist? That mail that you mailed today, <laughs> was that run by the U.S. government? When your kids went to, got dropped off at school by the school bus, you think that was, uh, that was private? Oh, so you, you have socialist programs, huh? Hmm. That's weird. That's suspicious. <laughs> 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 I 
And our last thing, what the fuck is pushing P? <laughs> uh, I can't figure it out. I don't want to figure it out. It is what it is. It's just like we, I'm, I'm gonna let these niggas sing it until it's until it's dead. It sounds cool, but it's like it sounds too young for me to actually be using it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's giving. Exactly it is. It's giving. Whoop! There it is. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I've just experienced so many different uh, changes in language since, like, we're old now. Like, you remember when things went from being cool to tight, mm-hmm. and then tight got lame and cool got to be cool again. Mm-hmm. It's weird, bro. I ain't changing. And I read that whole article in Complex about what uh understanding what pushing P means, and I just got more confused. I don't. That's why. That's why I said like I don't even. I don't even want to do the research. No, I'm. I'm good, beloved. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like a couple years ago. Like my sister would randomly just ask me questions just to be like. Oh, okay. And then, like, you would infuriate me when I would, she would ask me something that I would tell her, and she'd be like, oh, okay. She's like, <laughs> but now I'm that age now to where, like, if a kid came up to me, it was like, oh, that's pushing P. And they'd be like, what's, what's pushing P? And they explained it to me. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that young ass shit. <laughs> I hate, but it it doesn't make it any better that like it's literally everywhere in every single caption for every situation. Something has to do with pushing P, and you got to use that P, the blue P, right? Emoji, and it's just like because what be- does it? What, I can't understand what's happening here. Be all talking about going to fucking the mall and balling out is pushing P. And doing shit in the gym is pushing P. Like, what is pushing P? Apparently, there's some like West Coast origins to it, and some people have said that it's uh the P means player or whatever. So you were using it in a way to be like, oh, that's player, but say just say it's pushing P. In which my old ass is like, why don't you just say player? <laughs> Just say player. What the fuck? Like, bro, I'm not cha- I'm not doing that shit. Watching a couple weeks, we just gonna be like, that's pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> In full disclosure, Kim sent me a text and said that's pushing P <laughs> last night. <laughs> Y'all have to know the context though. <laughs> Shouldn't we talk about nah, nah, nah. I'm trying to keep my dating life out of this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll definitely keep it private. I'm just saying. They would understand why right. I said Because it was pushing P. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> but what's the other one? It's pushing P and it's another one that like means like that's not P. But they don't say not P. They say it's something like disrespecting P. It's something. Uh, I got to look it up. I don't know about that one. I ain't heard. I ain't heard of that. You got to get into. Uh, <laughs> I 
started typing pushing and then pushing P meeting came up. <laughs> That's the first thing. Yes. Ooh, it's too many millennials on Google. That's what that means. Right. Cause this is it's gotta be millennials being like, hold up. <laughs> it's just like we just realized that we the we the old people. Which I don't mind. I still don't think we're the old people. We're we're definitely headed in that direction. But we st- we still got a little bit left in us. I feel like we're not even fighting it though. Like, oh no, we get into like the age of like certified parents and uncle and auntie. Like we both uncle and aunties right now. It's wild, but I mean it's just life. But I take that with a, a badge of honor. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Oh, kicking pee. That's what it is. Oh, apparently there's a subtle but important difference between kicking pee and pushing pee. Walking through a luxury home, gonna explain if you're in that shit and it's rented, then you're kicking pee. But if you buy that shit and you own it. Then you're really pushing P. You're spending your hard-earned money like you pushing it. You standing on the shit. You spending millions on it. You're pushing P. Simple as that. That was a, a complex article on what is pushing P. Hmm. We got to name this pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It is what it is. The game don't stop. I mean, if we didn't, that would definitely be kicking pee. And we don't want to be kicking pee. True, we're not trying to kick pee. We're not trying to kick pee. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know when this shit is going to die down. This shit needs. It's it's just everywhere. It's going (laughs) too fast. I feel like it's not, it can't be here for the summer. I, like no. every summer has a, a summer phrase and it's not it'll cool. be some new shit by then speaking of summer did you see where uh, Megan Thee Stallion finally got the trademark for Hot Girl Summer no that's what's up that's pushing P <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be some merch and shit coming out yeah and then she'll be able to sue the people that are using it and are and that's also pushing P hell yeah <laughs> Because it's probably mostly white people. Right. Like, of shit. like Fashion Nova be like, ooh, it's hot girl summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kicking pee. That's definitely not pushing pee. <laughs> I'm a fuck around. I'm going to start just using it for real. Like the irony is going to be gone. Oh, uh, yeah. And then it's going to be fucking become a habit to where you be saying that shit and not even realizing. <laughs> Um, Melvin texted me a couple weeks ago it was the episode where I talked about our merch is live and he said before he knew it he was like gang gang (laughs) 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 I was like I do be saying this shit all the time (laughs) true like that shit is not even cool anymore I just I don't give a fuck (laughs) 
Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.